This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insiders Yankees podcast for Monday, August 9th. The Yankees coming off the Three out of four against Seattle, missing a chance to sweep on Sunday. They're in Kansas City for a three-game series against the Royals. It is a road trip that stops in Iowa for the Field of Dreams game against the White Sox, the first-place White Sox, finishing off a three-game series uh, in Chicago, and then back home for a stretch. The Yankees have basically, it's a six-game road trip with just another stop in the middle, right? It's the Royals and the White Sox. Chicago's in a pretty good spot first place in the Central, so that's a good test for the Yankees. But they get three against the Royals, who are well under 500, and uh, anything less than two out of three is a major disappointment for the Yankees, right? Everything, every loss seems to be a disappointment right now because they put themselves in a position where every loss hurts. It feels like a missed opportunity. It feels like a chance to, you know, you, you lost a chance to gain ground. So every loss is going to be disappointing. Everyone is going to feel bad, just like Sundays did when they were shut out by the Mariners. After winning the first three, the Yankees flexed some offensive muscle against the Orioles um, and showed you some of their potential earlier in this homestand. But then to lose uh, by leaving a bunch of men on base and uh, getting shut out by the Mariners uh, feels a little hollow, even though they're going to lose some of these games. And occasionally you get guys like you say Kikuchi who are going to pitch well against them. it's um, it's a little difficult to take based on where the Yankees are and how badly they need all of these wins. They have 51 games left to play, and we're going to see what they can do with it here. Uh, they're still 11 over 500. They you know they win. They need to win 29 out of 51 games in order to finish with 90 wins. And I don't know if that's going to be enough because there's still a lot of battling going on. And it's going to be interesting to see if the Red Sox can maintain or right themselves because they've had a pretty bad stretch here that I think a lot of people that I know thought were was coming earlier in the year. The fact that they've held this off until early August seems pretty incredible. So you wonder if they can figure out their pitching issues and right the ship and kind of continue to do what they were doing for the first four months of the season. Tampa Bay is obviously the team that uh, everybody knows is good and, main, and and is going to still be good. It's always kind of a matter of how they're doing it, right? Because 
There always seems to be so. I mean, this is a team that keeps trading off pitching. Think about the idea that they lost Blake Snell, Charlie Morton, and traded Rich Hill, and here they are still motoring right along. Uh, they add Nelson Cruz at the deadline, which is uh, a pretty big addition. And, you know, the Yankees don't have to worry about the head to head matchup for a while because they won't see them. Uh, until the final three games of the regular season, and then perhaps in the postseason, depending on how things break. But uh, right now, uh, the Rays are moving right along, and every time they they make a move that makes you scratch your head, which is pretty much almost every time. Um, you know, they traded their starting shortstop earlier in the year, Willie Adamas, and uh, that certainly helped out in Milwaukee. But it seemed to be a head scratcher. But here's Tampa Bay; they're just motoring right along, and. Um, they have best record in the league. So uh, you're looking at um, a team that is definitely formidable and one that doesn't really, you know, I don't think we question whether or not they're going to be there at the end. Boston right now is a question. Toronto is creeping up. All those young players, uh, they got a boost for sure as George Springer returned after, you know, missing a lot of the first half with injury. And uh, he's been a big part of this, uh, plus the uh, addition of Jose Barrios at the deadline. Toronto is a team that you have to watch out for, and the Yankees will see them again a couple more times in September. They have seven meetings left with them in September. But in the meantime, the Yankees need to figure out how to get healthy again. And part of it is COVID-related, part of it is injury-related. And amazingly enough, they've had different important parts of their team missing this entire second half of the season, and they're 15-7 and since the All-Star break. They somehow managed to... uh, Now, listen, the schedule has a lot to do with that, right? They played Miami. They played Baltimore. uh, They played, you know, Seattle. So when I'm talking about 15 out of uh, 15 and seven. Well, that's that's a lot of it right there. They won three against Miami, two against Baltimore. I mean, eight of those 15 wins are against those three teams right there, right? Obviously, they stumbled against the Red Sox coming out of the break, and that was a big blow. Um, but the Yankees have missed all of their best players at various points during this stretch. You know, Aaron Judge right out of the break with the uh, with the COVID situation. Now Garrett Cole. You're missing Jordan Montgomery and Gary Sanchez, and you're adding Anthony Rizzo to this. Gio Urshela has been gone most of this uh, second half so far. And uh, and Roldis Chapman is now down as well. Again, some of it's COVID-related, some of it is injury-related, but these guys are taking hits one after another, and they're still trying to figure out how to get through this. You've got almost two months to go. How do you get through it? Well, the guys that are here, your best players still have to step up because when you're, you're not replacing as good as Luis Heal has been, you're still not replacing Garrett Cole with somebody who resembles Garrett Cole. Uh, so when the Yankees are missing some of their best players, you need what's left to step up in a major way. Now, Glaber Torres is kind of an issue here because he might be headed to the same direction. As we speak um, on Monday morning, uh, Torres' situation is still a little unclear with the thumb injury that he suffered on Sunday, and we'll see if that keeps him down for any extended period of time. But meanwhile, DJ LeMahieu, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, all in the lineup, all healthy. These are the guys who need to have a really big month here. LeMahieu had, uh, had a very bad month of July. Terrible month of July, uh, his worst month, worst month of the season after we thought he rebounded in June. So 
Needing him to bounce back is a very big thing. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, these are having these two guys healthy and in the same lineup at the same time. And I'll throw Joey Gallo in here too because you brought him over at the trade deadline. This is the kind of lineup that you dream of, right? Of having these three guys, these three monsters healthy. And with Gallo in there, it's a right, left, right combination there. So having a little bit of balance to the middle of the order with power bats, guys who can hit a home run at any point. And I'll add Luke Voigt into this now too, since he. He's healthy again and replacing Rizzo um, in that awkward situation. Um, these are four guys in the middle of the bat, the middle of the lineup, despite everything that's happening right now. The Yankees need these four guys to be themselves and, and go on a streak. You are no longer in a position, except maybe Judge, because he's had a really good year overall, but you're no longer in a position where you're expecting these guys to have major 40 home run seasons and MVP-type seasons. Judge is the exception here who could who could still put together an MVP-type of year because of the start he had in the first half, all-star first half. But you're just looking for a streak right now. You're looking for a good, solid streak, and that is what, even if Giancarlo Stanton is not going to give you your money's worth with the... Uh, with what you're talking about as a as an MVP caliber player at this particular point in time and this season, he can still go on a run like we've seen him do earlier in the year in the postseason. There's nothing wrong with him hitting ten homers in the next uh, thirty games and uh, and helping carrying this team. That's the kind of situation you need the Yankees to get right now. You need their star players to go on a roll, and you, you're not having these guys have MVP type years, but that part doesn't matter. The pitching side needs some help. Too. Too. And great job by Luis Heal in his first two outings. You know, control seemed to be his biggest issue in the minor leagues, and he's been phenomenal so far. Throwing strikes, challenging hitters. You know, you're going to find out in one of these outings where his control is going to elude him, and you'll see what's held him back uh, to this point in his career. But so far in his first two outings, he's been phenomenal. His next one looks like it's going to be against the White Sox, so that's a pretty good test. So we'll see uh, how Heal does when he uh, matches up against that team and uh, and see where it goes. Meanwhile, while the Yankees are still kind of scrambling, trying to fill a bullpen role, um, a bullpen game, just like they did against the Mariners. They're going to probably need another one of these here. And you need Cole and Montgomery back as soon as possible. Hopefully they're uh, symptom-free and able to regain enough strength to get back and join the rotation in a timely fashion here because the Yankees certainly need it. The White Sox are a good test coming up this week. And um, later in the month, you're going to have a series against the Red Sox. You're going to have a series against the Oakland A's, the Atlanta Braves fighting for a spot in the National League East. So another interleague matchup there. So these are all important series here before the schedule gets a little bit tougher in September. Certainly you have Baltimore and Texas thrown in in September, but you have Toronto and you have Boston and you have Tampa Bay. So um, it's it's a better part than the early part of the year for the Yankees, but uh, certainly a few landmines in there for them to navigate. And they still need, as, as said, on the hitting side, they need certain guys to step up that are here. In the bullpen and the starting rotation, the guys that are here have to step up as well. You'd like Chad Green to put his problems behind, and the home run ball has really been the big thing. Zach Britton, who's had an injury-plagued year and is really just kind of getting up to speed, these are the guys that need to step up in the absence of Aroldis Chapman right now. Uh, and the rotation could be getting some help from Luis Severino. He's made two really good rehab starts in the minor league, showing that he's healthy. Uh, they say he's probably going to need one more, but uh, we'll see how what situation dictates here and if the Yankees need to um, you know, put him back in. His next one, he threw four innings in um, in Sunday's game, and 
I think they want to build him back up a little bit more, but uh, we'll see if they decide to maybe put him back in maybe one start sooner. But at the very latest, here's what's going to happen, okay? He pitched on Sunday. If he's going to throw one more minor league rehab game, it means that that's going to come at the end of this week, which means you could see him in the homestand the following week, which features Boston and Minnesota. So somewhere in that week right there, if I'm going to say, if I'm going to map this out for, let's say he gets one more minor league rehab start on Friday, which would be his fifth day, then he has a chance to drop into to the series finale against Boston or in the first game against Minnesota. So around August 18th and 19th, you're looking at a possible Luis Severino return. And that's a huge boost. Don't forget how good this guy was and what he can do. And if you get uh, Garrett Cole back around the same time too, this is kind of a rotation uh, that you the head of a rotation that you want for a stretch run. So we'll see what they can do here. The uh, The schedule certainly has some potholes, but it is in their favor. And if any, all of these things appear to be short-term, Gio Urshela is due back this week. They hope Aroldis Chapman is down no longer than the, the 10 days he's on the IL. And hopefully the other COVID cases um, are are short term for for Rizzo, for Montgomery, guys like that, and see and Sanchez, and we'll see if this team can can get whole because they've shown you that they're capable of going on a run. Um, you know they won nine out of eleven recently before Sunday's loss, and they're fifteen and seven since the break. Um, they are showing you their you know Boston is really the biggest issue for them and their record because they were three and ten against the Red Sox. Otherwise, you know they'd be you know they'd be challenging a lot more for the top of the division if they hadn't had that rough stretch against the Red Sox. So we'll see if they can make up for that. And Thursday's Field of Dreams game, well, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff associated with that, and I'm going to get you ready for that tomorrow on Tuesday, posting on the Thirty with Murdy platform at Odyssey and Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. A conversation with Phil Robinson, the director of Field of Dreams. So uh, make sure you uh, hit subscribe and. Uh, to the 30 with Murdy podcast, and you'll check out my conversation with the director of Field of Dreams. Excited to see a major league game uh, at the site. He wrote the screenplay and directed the movie, and he's got a lot of fun stories to share, so make sure you check out that as well. And make sure you subscribe and review to this, the WFA and Baseball Insiders. You will get Ed Coleman's Mets reports and my Yankees reports delivered right to you. Thanks again for listening. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.